What's going on, Dodgers Nation? D-Mag here. We're back with another episode of the Blue Heaven Roundtable. I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Clint Pasillas. You can follow him at RealFRG. What's going on today, Mr. Clint? Feeling good. Feeling, um, well, I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little rough. I've had a lot of office snacks today, but feeling good. How about you, guy? I'm feeling good, but I'm not feeling that great about the Dodgers outfield. Oh, segue. Little segue there. And that's what we're going to get into. We're going to talk about the Dodgers outfield, who will be our starting outfield. What will the role be for Trace Thompson and Joey Gallon? We want your takes down below. Who do you think should be starting for the Dodgers in the postseason in the outfield? And how should they use Trace Thompson and Joey Gallo? Has Trace Thompson earned more time? Let us know down below. And we're going to dive right in, though. So I want to ask you just period, point blank, who is your starting outfield? field for the Dodgers in the postseason like mine or what the team is going to do so your Dave brought well you could do both I mean who would you first let's start with who do you think that Dave was going to go with who Dave's going to go with it's Cody Bellinger's your set, starting center fielder there's no if ands or buts about it this is Dave's guy I think you could feel pretty confident you could take this to Vegas if you want you could you could pen in Mookie Betts in right field I'm just saying throwing that out there and what does Dave Roberts love more than anything? He loves his guys. So Chris Taylor's going to be your starting left fielder. Because that's just the way it's going to go. And I think that you're absolutely right. Yeah. We know how Dave Roberts is. He loves is loyal. He's going to go with his guys. Those are his postseason proven players. But they've had a rough go fit so far in September. They're the struggle bus buddies. If you see where they're at. In September, Bellinger hitting 163, a 43 WRC plus. Chris Taylor, 203, an 86 WRC plus. Joey Gallo and Trace Thompson, they're playing better. If you look at their offensive numbers, both hitting above average when it comes to WRC plus. And the big question I think a lot of Dodger fans have is, has Trace Thompson earned more playing time in center field? Now, the interesting thing when it comes to Trace Thompson is the fact that they, Andrew Friedman said that they expected to bring him in and have him mash against left-handed pitching. Yep. Well, so far this season, he's hitting 171 with a 570 <laughs> OPS versus Southpaws, but he's raking against righties. A 313 batting average with a 1,035 OPS. He has slowed down a little bit in yeah, September. Time, has a 747 actually. OPS in September, but Trace Thompson, I've said it before, I'll say it again, he is the feel-good story of the year in Major League Baseball, and they got him for a guy named Cash Considerations. They got him Big for time. Virtually nothing. Your team out there could have had Trey's Thompson, but instead he is thriving on the Dodgers. Now, my question to you is when you consider those reverse splits with Trey's Thompson, when you consider the fact that Cody Bellinger still plays gold glove caliber defense, is it a platoon situation? How do you think they're going to use Trey's Thompson in center field? I mean, the way I, I would honestly really like to see it go is you would... <laughs> And it sucked because you're almost throwing back a little bit in the outfield to like 2018 Dodgers era where everything was a platoon. But it feels like it makes the most sense to have a almost true platoon in center with Trace and, and Cody. And left, we'll get into left in a little bit. But that's just kind of how it feels to me. I, I, I feel like in any way you can get Trace Thompson's bat in the lineup, that's the most important way. Just the, the numbers prove he's been better as a major league hitter this year than Cody Bellinger has. What do you think about that center field uh, potential platoon? I still have faith 
that Cody Bellinger is going to somehow flip that switch and become the guy he does every October. And yeah, once you start yeah. to see pumpkin spice lattes, once you start to see hoodies and Uggs, you know that it's October and you know that Cody Bellinger is going to come alive. And that is the hope. So I think what it boils down to is can he just be competent at the plate? Can he hit for contact? Can he give you a productive out at times? Can he go deep in a big spot? Because look, you remember this, we have the DH in the National League. You don't need him to back clean up and carry this Dodgers offense. And what he does defensively, we've seen the last week, some game changing plays. I think what's so impressive about him, like I always say, he covers more ground than a Roomba in a mansion. I mean, water covers up 71% of the earth. The other 29% is Cody Bellinger. I ate almonds before the show for some reason, but I'm you fine through here. Anything. I'm fighting you through here. And I just think that, look, what, when it comes to Trace Thompson is the postseason's a different beast. Like we said earlier, it's a different beast. And he hasn't proven that he can get it done the postseason, whereas Cody Bellinger, he's not only proven that he can get it done defensively, just as Fernando Tatis Jr., it also has gotten it done offensively. The big hit in the 2020 NLCS Game 7, all throughout the World Series, some big plays as well. And I think Dodger fans, when it comes to Cody Bellinger, and they see his struggles and they always stress the lack of mechanical adjustments at the plate, his approach, not enough bend in the knee, the upright stance yeah i think what it comes down to is cody bellinger realizes that he's in a situation where if he tanks this postseason maybe he's not a dodger i mean he's a big gamer maybe it's game over for the dodgers yeah if if he can't get it done so i think how much do you think that's a factor for cody is wanting to put himself together because last year chris taylor he was riding a terrible (laughs) slump that definitely did help for for the the ct contract look if you're trying to play for a contract as cody bellinger why not start in April? Don't wait until September. You know, we've seen a lot of big contracts get handed out because of big moments in October. I could think of two Dodgers off the top of my head real quick. Derek Lowe, Joe Kelly. But why not just play the whole season to your full capability? Problem is, this is kind of Cody's capability because he doesn't want to make the changes. And then he waits until the last minute to make the changes. It's kind of frustrating, but also at the same time, you you can't uh, dispute the fact that, hey, you know what? He's done it. He's also far more playoff proven. He's battle tested. And, and that's something Trace Thompson doesn't have on his ledger, at least as much as uh, as Cody Ballgame has. So that does mean something. And if he finds a way to get that little, uh, you know, lower the hands and just push the ball out there. I, I like what you're saying. Like, you know, this is an old school. You don't have a, a pitcher anymore uh, hitting in the lineup. We don't have the light hitting catcher, uh, you know, batting eighth in the lineup. If you have somebody who could run into a ball like Cody Bellinger and guess what? One through seven is insanely good right now. Uh, if you're getting the, the more premium defense, it's, it's not, uh, you would like to see Cody in there. You'd like to see Trace in there. But either way, somebody's going to be in there that could run into a ball. So it's a good position for Dodgers and Dodgers fans to be in. Um, it's it's almost there's a right call and there's a wrong call. And <laughs> you wonder, about, as I go all over the place with this one, you almost wonder about the Scott Boris relationship too, knowing that Cody is a, is a Boris guy. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I gave you nothing to work with there because it's it's such a no, I, I think it's a it's a wide open topic because you have what you want. You want the heart wants to have Cody Bellinger out there. The heart wants him to be hitting, you know, three oh five with forty bombs or whatever in the regular season, but that's just plainly not the guy we have. 
and you want to win a title and you can't let one guy. I don't think one guy is going to change anything for you, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I think Dodger fans, they always get caught up in his lack of offensive production in the slumps. If there was a 10 spot in the batting order, some Dodger fans would want to bat him 100 spots below that at times when he's struggling. But I think that if it's the full season, though, is it a slump? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. It's a fair point. But the reality is I'm not look best month this season. He hit he hit 233. I'm just saying that was by far his best month. He should pretend that every month is October, right? He should pretend that every month is a contract season, a a platform season. But look, last year he was having a worse year than he is now. And he had a 907 OPS hit 353. And then Chris Taylor, same situation. He was hitting under 200. Mm -hmm. He was going through an eight for 72 slump before Ock Taylor, before he hit the wild card walk-off shot. Yeah. And we saw that helped him propel him to a nice contract. I think Cody Bellinger is a gamer. I think that he's going to find a way to step up. And I also think hearing those footsteps, having those viable options in Trace Thompson is going to motivate him that much more. But look, the reality is that if he's not producing and they think he's hurting the team and he is basically going up there and he can't even hit a beach ball off a tee and Bruh. he just can't <laughs> find any way to produce... Bruh. They're going to pivot elsewhere. But let's take a look at the left field. So the left field spot. So really what it comes down to. Wait, so you're feeling confident in right field? Mookie Betts is going to be the starter? <laughs> look, I think Marcus. Breaking news. I think Mookie Betts, look, for now, he can he can hold it down. Unless it's second base. I mean, yeah, no Mookie Betts is going to be your starting right fielder. And that's the other thing, too. Defense wins championships. We saw the impact that Mookie Betts. Look, if Mookie Betts doesn't make the highlight plays against the Atlanta Braves, the Marcel Ozuna shoelace catch that they reviewed, the Dodgers yeah. aren't World Series champions right now. So sometimes you really have to focus on defense, especially in these big pressure defense cooker games. wins championships. It absolutely does. And I think it went, went a big, went a long way in having the Dodgers end the drought in 2020. So yeah, I, for me, I think it's pretty simple. Like we said, Cody Bellinger, he gets the start. Doc is loyal to his guys, but if he can't produce, I think they will work in Trace Thompson in certain spots. What makes it tricky though is those reverse splits. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Cody Bellinger, he's going to figure it out. I really do. I have full faith. I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm a belly ever till I D-I-E. And the bottom line is he's had as many big moments as anyone on this Dodgers team in his time in blue. So I think he's going to happen again. But moving on to the left field, Chris Taylor, He's another guy, uh, Taylor, Tay-Tober. Mm. I like Tay-Tober. I just Tate. thought of it right now. But uh, Chris Taylor is another guy that he's been a stalwart for the Dodgers. What are your thoughts on Chris Taylor, the struggles that he's had late in the season? Do you think he turns it around and is the starting left fielder? They brought in Joey Gallo for a reason, and that was to be a left-handed option. But Chris Taylor's probably still going to be the guy because, again, what supersedes all is it Dave's guy? Um, not, there are no options that are really tearing the cover off the ball. So you get solid defense. One the guy has at least won a couple of gold gloves and, and with Joey Gallo. Um, I, I honestly, I believe more in CT's ability to turn it on in October than Cody's. And I, I kind of do believe in Cody's, you know, October magic a little bit, but um it, it's going to be Taylor. It's going to be Taylor in left just because he has moments. He has big defensive plays under his ledger uh, in big moments in October. And we've seen it. Um, 
you know, if they, I would love to see him get in Milwaukee somehow again, just make another another place, a uh, nice, nice play in that left field uh, corner. But it's, anyway, CT, it's going to be that. What do you got about left? Uh, absolutely, Chris Taylor. He's going to be starting in left field. If you look at him at the plate lately, he has reduced the strikeouts a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. the strikeouts, he was leading the league in strikeouts, swinging Miss Chris, Chris Kaler. But in the month of September, it's down to 32.4%. <laughs> which is an improvement from how he was looking early on in the season. Yeah, I think it's the same situation, too, as he's a guy you can trust in a big spot. What they've essentially been doing is you have these four, Bellinger, Gallo from the left side, Taylor and Trace from the right side, and I think all of them are going to get playing time. And I think that Doc has used the word meritocracy this season and guys earning playing time. But Joey Gallo he's going to have a big moment. He's going to have a big home run. I mean, when he crushes bombs, magic Joey, when he's not a (laughs) Chippendale dancer, I mean, he hits balls that are still in the orbit. His homer from the other night hasn't landed yet. The ball just disintegrates. It should count for like multiple home runs. I think you're going to see him used in a pinch hit spot possibly. And this team doesn't really pinch hit that much. And he's basically a straight platoon. He's only had five at bats versus lefties. So I think he's going to get time in there. I think what makes him intriguing is the fact that he's not just a bat. He is a gold glove winning outfielder. So I think when you look at that, the first round of against the, you got the Freeds, you got, if they play the Padres, you got Snell. So there are some, some lefties in there, but I think that it's pretty simple at this point. It's going to be Chris Taylor. It is going to be yeah. Cody Bellinger. Your starting outfield is going to be Mookie, Belly, and CT3, but the bench is looking so much better this time around. Oh, yeah. Last year, they were going to war with butter knives. You didn't like Andy Burns making a, somehow making it into the postseason roster? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Andy Burns, Burns, baby Burns, man. It burns my eyes. The fact that they let him go and brought him back and just on the margins, they're just so much better quality and there's just better viable options if they want to turn to some other guys. So yeah, you got Gallo, you got slug. I kind of wonder about that because again, you got a solid one through seven, especially with Max hitting, especially with JT hitting. Do you value on base more in like a, a, a eight, nine spot, a seven, nine spot? Uh, or do you do you value slug like sneaky slug in the bottom of the order? Well, I think it depends on the pitcher matchup that day. I think if you that's how you win. Like what I always say is, if you want the dub, you have to slug. Teams that have out homer their oh, opponents this season, they have won seventy eight percent of the games that mm-hmm. they've out homered. But when you talk about turning over that lineup, if you look at Chris Taylor's on base, it is up, and he's a guy that he can <clears> turn on over. Base, that. It's up, but it's only three oh nine so far this month as of the time we're recording. But I mean, it was just down so much, and like yeah. this is one of those situations where it's not like oh, who sucks the least right now, right? <laughs> kind of isn't left, yeah. And, and that's just kind of when you look at the numbers and how it bears out, what it boils down to is that's just the reality, but. But what I value is uh, it's slugging, it's power. And I think that all these guys have the ability to do just that. I mean, the thing with Trace Thompson, the way he's been able to cover the fastball away, the way he's been able
able to just anytime he gets his bat on the ball, he's hitting it hard. Yeah. And the same thing goes for Joey Gallo. The same thing goes for Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger sometimes, but not so much. So it's all about who's producing. If you can find that hot bat and ride it. And I do think you put a premium on the defense, knowing you have Mookie Betts, knowing you have Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman and Will Smith. They're not a big three. They're a fantastic four. And I think, too, Justin Turner, Max Muncie. This team is going to score runs against anyone they face. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of finding production out of the bottom of the lineup. Don't forget, Gavin Lux is back. Yeah, Gavin Lux, if you have Lux in there, and honestly, I would probably look to hit Lux 9 just to turn the lineup over a little bit there, and you you kind of stash. I was saying 1 through 7. It's 1 through 6 that's productive right now, but you stash Slug in 7 and uh, seven and 8. That's, that's a pretty damn scary lineup, knowing that, hey, 8, oh, that guy was an nationally most valuable player just a couple years ago, and yeah, I think we're also kind of sleeping on the fact that, uh, hey, Trace Thompson is the better of the three options of the is the best of the three options out there in left field. And even if the the average is down, the on base is down a little bit this month. The slug is still there. It's still up. He's still getting some clutch bombas. Is it four home runs so far this month? as of the time we're recording and he's got a lot more time against some bad teams to kind of figure it out. Hopefully figure out some things um, uh, with bat to ball. Do you think he could find a way to sneak in as your, uh, your starting left fielder? If you know, we know Dave could pull the plug pretty soon because uh, we saw that last year with AJ Pollock uh, or we've seen that in the past with Pollock and, and other players kind of not playing up to their potential. The longer Dave's been managing long way around, ask the same question can trace find a way in there and starting in left field i think the key for trace is having success early in any opportunity that, that he gets because i think that no matter what he does at this point mm -hmm. it almost feels like yes he's earned more playing time but has he done enough to be an everyday player that's the big question with trace thompson his numbers have gone down he's hitting 182 but you mentioned the slug is yeah. still there and that's what's important when it comes to him and what it boils down to with Trace, though, is let's say he finds a way to get in there late in the game, a mm -hmm. late defensive substitution, gets in that bat and is able to come through. How can you deny this guy? How can you get to deny him at the plate when other guys haven't been able to have the same amount of success? So I'm all here for the Cinderella Trace Thompson Cinderella story. story. The crash, the 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 cash considerations, Thompson tough. I mean, the thirty for thirty yeah, pretty much 30 writes for, itself the, at this point. Just but gotta let it happen for that. At the very minimum, you know, let let it play for the storyline. Yeah, I think the yeah <laughs> for absolutely. I think the big caveat though is how long of a leash is Dave Roberts going to give Chris Taylor and Cody Bellinger, the guys that he's loyal to, his troops, his guys? How loyal do you think he's going to be? How long of a leash do you think he's going to have for those two? Cody has the longest leash of any of them, of anybody on the roster. They're going to run with him. Even if I don't think he is worthy of a contract next year, even if I don't think he's going to end up getting tendered a contract this off season, uh, he's still going to be the man in center field for the entirety of the postseason, however long that may be CT. I think with the injuries, Dave has even kind of, uh, openly voiced like, Hey, I'm not a hundred percent sure this guy's even close to 90% healthy with the foot, with the elbow stuff. It's it looking like there could still be some lingering, uh, lingering effects there. What do you think? What, what's the, what's the leash for those two guys in your opinion? I agree. I think it's long, but it's not as long as it was in the past. I think that you have Joey gal, you have, 
Trace Thompson in the mix. And I think that if they just fall off a cliff and they can't produce at all, he's going to turn to them. With Cody Bellinger, I definitely think that, I don't know if, if he, if Cody has some compromising pictures of Dave Roberts or something <laughs> where he's like wearing Astros gear. Maybe, maybe Cody Bellinger has pictures of Dave Roberts wearing an Astros hat or something and he's going to stay in there. But no, they value defense. They, they value the Cody clutch. And look, postseason belly is a thing. It absolutely is. And same with Chris Taylor. But my question to you is, of Chris Taylor and Cody Bellinger, who do you think ends up having a bigger impact for the Dodgers this postseason? Cody Bellinger, he's running into like two or three. That's just that's what he does. He's going to make some massive plays in center field. He's going to make some sliding plays. He's probably going to rob a bomba because that's what he does. He steps up, especially with the glove. He steps up in October. So it's going to be Cody ball game. Cody love whatever else. Cody ball game. Whatever uh, Jerry Hairston might say. That works. Cody Love. Uh, so for CB35. And of Trace Thompson <laughs> and Chris Taylor, who do you think is going to have a bigger impact? Say it again. Into Be- my good ear. Between Trace Thompson. <laughs> it's going to be Trace Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. I think even if it's in short work, he's going to find a way to make an impact in a game in a meaningful way. I don't know. I don't know. I think, look, I mean, Trace, it would be great. I want that to happen. I want that to happen. To Not to Trace. say he's like starting yeah. or anything. Yeah. I just think like you get somebody pinch hit, you know, Homer, which you've already seen from him. Uh, you, you get, you get a pinch hit Homer to win a series or win a, a critical game. That means more in some cases than, you know, the totality of a, of an entire series. I mean, to me, I think when Joey Gallo hits a bomb off Garrett Cole in the World Series and it goes to Pasadena, (laughs) that's going to be tough to top. But I would like to see it be Trace Thompson because of the year that Clay Thompson's have. I mean, Michael Thompson, he won the kid lottery, didn't he? You got a world champion NBA player. Better than that ball guy. Better than the, oh, (laughs) ouch, a LeVar ball shot. But that ball guy. Yeah, I do think bottom line, they're all going to see playing time. I think they're in a good spot defensively, but all four of them have their issues. They all have their warts. And like I said, who's going to find the hot hand? Who's going to find their swing? Who's going to catch a rhythm? And late in the game here, heading into the postseason. And the reality is the track record tells us that it's Cody Bellinger and Chris Taylor. And I think that Cody Bellinger is going to turn it around in the postseason. I think that he's going to find a way to have a big moment. You're going to see him, like you said, have a Rob job, make a diving catch, hit a big home run, steal a big base. He's such a dynamic player. And also he realizes there's so much on the line but that is where the outfield roster is headed for the postseason you got four guys and we both feel it's going to be cody bellinger in center chris taylor in left but we also feel that joey gallo is going to get his opportunities same with trace thompson and that the dodgers are in a much better spot this year in the outfield than they were last year of course chris uh clint's hot take is that mookie Betts will be the starting right fielder so take that one to the bank but let us know down below who is your starting outfield for the dodgers should Cody Bellinger and Chris Taylor start? Should Trace Thompson get more opportunities? Has he earned more playing time? And of the two between Trace and Gallo, who's going to have the bigger impact? And same thing with Belly. Who's going to have a bigger impact between Belly and Chris Taylor? Let us know down below. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue. And, and I'm we out. out. In a roaring stadium. 
Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.